I'm sorry. It's just as a white man, I, I feel like I'm not talking enough. <laughs> Welcome to episode 404 of the Erasable Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Hagen, and my co-hosts tonight are Les and Toffer. Tonight we're going to be talking about the bull ding mechanical pencils, lead holders, and all the adjacent ephemera associated with them. But first, let's talk a little bit about what we're consuming and what we're writing with, the tools of the trade. Toffer, you're up first, buddy. Well, uh... Since I've spent a lot of time with the family lately, I am all out of alcohol. So I am drinking uh, just a Coke that I poured into a Powerade bottle since all the glasses are dirty. But the Powerade bottle was clean (laughs) somehow? Or has it just got a little bit of the residual blue in it? Well, you know, white cherry and Coke goes well together. (laughs) They're pairing. Nice. I am writing on some uh, Baron Fig index cards with a Sharpie marker, fine point. Ultra fine point, actually, I'm sorry. (laughs) Is that the one that has like the, almost exactly like the Sharpie pen? Yes. Nice. All right, Les, what about you? I uh, I've been rewatching Lost Girl this time with my wife. She's never seen the series before, and I'd intended to binge watch it on my own. And I made the mistake of starting the the like episode one when she was home, and she's like, "Oh, I need, I need to watch this." So now every time, like, she gave me this guilty puppy dog look when <laughs> I was she came in the room. She's like, "You're watching episode four without me." She's like, Darn it! <laughs> um, so yeah, so now I'm like, I have to wait until she's home before I start watching. Um, and I'm also finishing up the second season of Jessica Jones and, you know, I don't, I don't know what it is, but I really love watching Jessica Jones and just her self-destructive behavior and sort of how everyone around her is also unraveling in their life. It's really sad, but it's also really good to watch. Um, and I have been sucked into a urban fantasy series that I didn't expect to like. I got, I got the first book. And started reading Danica Dark's Crossbreed series. It's so Crossbreed. trashy. Yeah, it's like okay. it's about vampires and magicians, and it's just so. Are, trashy. are the magicians and vampires crossbred? It, it, well, one person is, and they're incredibly rare. So, um, <laughs> in, in this urban fantasy novel. Yes, it's it's so bad, but it's so it's I, so I like to read really trashy stuff after I get out of work to unwind. Right. And this just fits it's it's fits everything that I need after work because it's it's so outlandish that I like some of it you just laugh at and it's kind of fun and people like the main character kicks butt the whole time and does crazy stuff. So, yeah, I mean, it's a good way to unwind after a rough day at work. And uh, my additional way to unwind after a rough day at work is I'm drinking an old-fashioned. Nice. And it's heavy on the alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> um, we can blame Toffer for that. <laughs> that is Toffer's fault tonight. Um, and I don't, I don't usually drink when I'm recording podcasts, so I hope I'm not slurring my words by the end of this episode. But I might be. 
Awesome. Uh, don't worry, I naturally slur my words. I do have a pronounced stutter that happens when I when I get super tired. So if uh, I start losing my words, it, 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 you know why. Um, so I am writing with an Odo Sharp Pencil 2.0 with a, a, filled with a Kitaboshi 2mm lead in B. And I'm writing in one of those Kickstarter Nomad notebooks, which... Nice. Um, eh, eh. They're okay. How's the paper? You're telling me there was a kit pro- uh, Kickstarter product that is just okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am. That's Hard amazing. To believe, isn't it? It's, it's very right. difficult to believe. Um, you put money on that. You helped I, make that. You I kickstarted did. that, and now and it's I'm, not good. So it's mostly your fault. <laughs> well, what I don't like about it is is that the um, the paper's okay. The paper's actually all right. Um, and it's okay with fountain pens. It's okay with pencil. I actually quite like it with pencil more than fountain pen. Um, but what I don't like about it is that I got the mixed pack of um, grid and graph. Uh-huh. And the entire notebook is mixed grid and graph. And I thought each notebook was going to be – and this is my fault. Like I didn't I didn't read the Kickstarter close enough. So it's like the whole notebook is different types of graph. And the graph is not the right size for my handwriting. Uh-huh. So it's super tiny. And I don't I don't like to write super tiny in my pocket notebooks. I don't, you know, I'm not I'm writing down quick notes and, and stuff like that. I don't wanna like think too hard about what I'm writing you know, my handwriting when I'm writing in a pocket notebook. Mm-hmm. And I kind of have to with this because, you know, there are lines and I feel constrained. And But I, yeah, anyway. The paper's nice. The grid and graph is eh for my handwriting. Anyway, Mike, what about you? Um, what are you drinking? I am consuming uh, some Colonel E.H. Taylor bourbon. Um, just on the rocks. Just with whatever, like trash fridge ice was in my <laughs> when i <laughs> when i hit the thing so you don't make special ice for your bourbon no i actually used to i my old thing i used to do was <laughs> i used to fill up water balloons and freeze them and then so that's the best way to make like a big round ball as opposed to paying for one of those gigantic round ball ice making <laughs> bullshit i actually things. have a pair of those i got them as a gift <laughs> or you know they have those like machines you can plug in and it'll make you a fresh round ball like i don't know it's stupid so uh i just actually would fill up a water balloon and then you know you'd tear it off and then i would rinse like the outside of it um because I think if yeah. you like look into ice or whatever, quote unquote, you uh, you find that like most of the heavy metals and whatever else that's in the water freezes or like sits on the outside of it. So if you like, mm. supposedly some people rinse ice. I don't know. I just picked whatever trash fridge ice was in my fridge and uh, <laughs> and drinking it with that because I'm just not that crazy about it. But each Taylor bourbon is pretty good, pretty good bourbon. So it's fifty proof, so or a hundred proof, so fifty percent alcohol. So it's a little bit overproof than like your normal Jim Beam or something like that. Um, and I just finished watching. I binged it because Laylee was on vacation this last week with her mom down in Florida visiting her sister. So I had plenty of time to just binge stuff and sit with my little French bulldog. And I watched the marvelous Mrs. Maisel, uh, over this past week and I really liked it. Um, I don't know if you've 
heard of it or seen it. How is that? It's really, really hilarious, and it's really good. Um, Okay. It's on Amazon Prime, and it was uh, created by the woman Amy Sherman Palladino and her husband Dan Palladino. They, like have basically worked together since Gilmore girls and you know, she's like so hilarious. And of course Gilmore girls is hilarious, but this is a different type of thing. Like it's, uh, it's about this uh, housewife in the fifties, like in the late fifties that her husband wants to be this like big time comedian. And they go to this little like downtown, you know, crappy, uh, like, club nightclub and he gets a spot to do stand up and he sucks at it and he rips off Bob uh or yeah Bob Newhart and and he just he's terrible at it and uh he basically uh gets booed off the stage or whatever and um he he like gets all upset and leaves her. This all happens in the first episode, so I'm not giving anything away. And she gets drunk that night and goes in and does like this hilarious stand-up set. And the the woman uh, that kind of like runs the place, I forget her name, Alex something or other. She's been on Mad TV and was on some other Amy Sherman Palladino stuff. Anyway, she uh, she sees her and like wants to like do a like a whole like you know make her into a star. So. Um, it's basically about her becoming a woman stand up uh, in the late 50s and like the tribulations that she goes through being, uh, a, you know, a single mother and living with her parents and dealing with this divorce that's, you know, happening throughout the whole of the of the series or the first season anyway. And then also trying to be, you know, like work on you know at a department store and be a stand-up at night and like juggle all those things and also just be like this perfect quote-unquote late 50s woman that she had been before the that all kind of came tumbling down around her but it's all with like very hilarious stand-up routines and there's a guy that plays lenny bruce in it that's really good and I just love it. I loved it. I can't wait for season two. I And I kind of like always liked Gilmore Girls and was always a fan of it, but just never like really kind of like, I was like, oh yeah, the lady that made Gilmore Girls made another show. I'll catch it when I catch it. But I'm so glad I finally just decided to sit down and watch it because I was like really happy to have watched it. Um, and then we, just like your situation, Les, Laylee kind of starts shows and then I'm like, oh, hey, we need to watch that together. <laughs> so she just got home and she started watching uh, Hannibal. And I'm like, Oh, Hey Hannibal, that looks pretty good. And I watched like an episode with her and I don't know if she's going to like wait for me or not. I think she didn't. Cause I worked today and I think she <laughs> watched like a bunch of it. So um, anyway, uh, I'm going to probably start watching that on my own too. And then my I, wife really liked Hannibal. I yeah. couldn't get into it, but she loved it. She just like she binge watched that. I like that actor, uh, Mads yeah. Mikkelsen or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really for creepy guy, he was in the Bond movies. What's that? Say that Bond again. Movie. Oh yeah, the he guy was in the Bond, Bond movie? movie with his bloody eye. Yeah, yeah. bloody tears. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was also in this movie um, called Valhalla Rising. I think um, that was like really crazy. Um, mm. And I'm writing with, uh, I guess they're called Pintel Sharp, right? But it's it says Pintel P205 on the barrel. Um, mm. And it's got a Nanodia 2B lead inside of it. And I'm writing on a Doan paper uh, large flap jotter 
uh, book that I recently reviewed on the website. Hmm. So we're going to get into fresh points and uh, I guess, what am I supposed to start? Yeah, I think I'm starting. So, um, this is a Kickstarter I want to talk about. Uh, it launched a while back and it's already funded and, and, but it should be arriving anytime. Uh, it's called the pencil plus and it kind of fits in with what we're, uh, talking about. It's, it's not a lead holder or a mechanical pencil, but it is like a stub holder and it's kind of in the vein of, you know, like that Statler 925 kind of stub holder, except for instead of an eraser on the end, it has a sharpener on the other end. And, I like, I funded it. I was like, not going to fund it. Cause it looked like maybe it might be vaporware. And I was like, eh, I don't know. And then I just decided, I was like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to fund it and see what happens. So apparently it's on track to be shipping anytime. So I'm kind of excited for it. And it kind of fits like with what, um, what we're talking about today. Um, also, uh, I just recently got the newest CW pencils box and, I mean, the thing has been out for for a couple weeks now, so I think that we're safe to talk about it. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, yeah, yeah we're, absolutely. We're definitely, yeah, we're definitely safe. Okay, so it's a it's the color box is what it's called, and I'm opening that up. I actually still have it all in the box. I haven't messed with most of it, but um, this box has more in it than any of the other boxes. Um, previous. So it has each box usually comes with like one postcard. This one has four postcards and they all are black and white ink illustrations that can be like colored in. And so they have given you also four stamps to send these uh, postcards to whoever you would like to send them to. So that's pretty neat in there. Um, and then it comes with, uh, six pencils, two of which are the same. They're those, uh, those new Opsera matte magic pencils. Hmm. So those are the ones that have the colored wood and they have the extra dark Opsera core and they look, I haven't sharpened one yet, but they look a little bit thicker than like a normal pencil core. So like probably close to like the Opsara absolute, at least core size. And then it has a Karen dash, like the graphic pencil, like the one with the zebra stripes or whatever. Um, it has a Uni Mitsubishi two B, uh, palette, like the Uni palette pencil. That's that triangular pencil they have has a pencil from, uh, I'm going to butcher this because it's in French papier tigre or whatever that uh, paper tiger. I'm assuming that's what it means, but it has a pencil from them. And then it has a Koenor Hardmuth puzzle pencil where it looks like puzzle pieces all together and like in rainbow colors. So it has that. So six pencils and then, but then you also get a complete full box of Viarco colored pencils, 12 pencils in it. So, I thought that was pretty cool, that's, you know, like usually, really good. yeah, I mean, usually they give you the six pencils and a couple like little, you know, things to mess around with in a postcard and that's that. But you, so you get the full box of colored pencils, they get those Ippo, the Tombow Ippo, uh, uh, point protectors, which fit together, uh, those pencil caps that fit together, like they slide together or whatever. Um, so you can fit like four pencils and like keep them all together in your pencil bag. So those are pretty cool. And then it also comes with a, an eraser, Iwako, E W or I W A K O, Iwako, 
eraser and it's like a supposedly a puzzle it's a like it's a ice cream bar <laughs> it looks like a red it actually looks like a piece of candy corn because it's white orange and yellow <laughs> but it's uh it's supposed to, it looks like an ice cream bar it's like shaped like an ice cream bar and it comes apart and you can put it back together so that's yeah. the cw pencils box it's pretty neat i think this one was probably like the one that was worth the most of the previous ones so you know like it had the most in it anyway so and it was the <clears throat> excuse me it was the same price so uh it was pretty neat and then um the new i have in hand the new field notes coastal editions and i just started on my daily carry uh doing one of the west coast ones i actually can't tell which <laughs> i know it's west coast but i can't tell which like area it is cuz they don't quite fit up perfectly so I'm not sure exactly what like part of the West Coast that is, but there's some <laughs> islands and shit off the side. So well, I'm assuming... you know, there's, there, there's so many states uh, along the West Coast. There's at least what ten states along the West Coast. There's three. Like there's <laughs> three. <laughs> so again, there's there's three of them, and you can't figure it out. No, because it's not the whole like it. It's not state separated. It's not like that. It's just the coastline. And, but th- what I'm saying is they don't fit together as far as like the top and the bottom. Like they have like, sl- if you like slide them over or whatever, but I'm looking at the website and it looks as if it's the bottom of California. Yeah. Like around like Baja California area, but like, I'm not sure. Could they really like, I, I, I would think that one would have to be California by itself. No, they and didn't. They didn't. And the do other that. one would have to be California and, they're it, not lined up that way, but I'm just saying by mass, like one of them has yeah. to be all of, not all of California, but I think this is like Southern into California. Northern California. And then there's like Northern yeah, California exactly. into Oregon. And then there's like Oregon into Washington. Maybe I'm not sure, but I think this is the, I mean, I'm just looking at their website and the way they have them laid together. And it looks like this one is Southern California. So anyway, um, you know, these are cool. I like the the cover design. Like, it's really neat. Um, I kind of don't like foil. So, like, I'm kind of more of a plain guy. So, these are cool. Like, they're definitely cool. But I'm just not, like, super into, like, all the, like, crazy, you know, designs or whatever. I If they, like, Shenandoah was one of my favorites because it was just, like, green colors. <laughs> you know? Like, I just kind of mm. like that. Um, but well, paper... it was also before they like totally sold out and, you know, I just want to <laughs> remind everyone about Abercrombie and Fitch, everyone, all the bros, all you white dudes are just ready to move on and just pick up field notes again, whatever. I, I'm, not <laughs> sure it up again. I'm not sure if we're just ready to move on. I mean, they obviously did that and that was wrong, but then they made this edition, which like has Florida and I, <laughs> I just don't see how they're going to come back from that. I, I fully agree. I, I I can never buy another Field Notes product because of the Florida thing, <laughs> and because of that that store thing they did with the uh, retail store that is dark <laughs> and smells really bad. <laughs> oh God! It smells like Axe. It's like Axe body spray. It's like my brother in high school. <laughs> so it, it was basically just. Smelling like teenagers. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. What, the one thing I did want to mention about these is that reticle grid inside. Um, oh, I love a reticle uh, grid. 
damn it. Why do they tempt me? <laughs> so the, the thing they did grid. is like, it's alternating pages of like green and blue reticle grid. And I, Oh, I thought there cause they said their reticle grid was printed with split fountain of ink, which I don't understand what that means. A split so a, fountain, of a ink. split fountain, a split fountain of ink means that they put green ink on one side of the roller and blue ink on the other side uh, and allowed okay. it to merge in the middle. Um, so it, as it rolls through the printing press, it, oh yeah you can the probably the middle like the middle would be a blue green color see i looked for that because that's what i kind of thought like there was going to be some sort of like gradient into like from blue into green and i flipped through every single page of the of the three of the one pack that i opened the west coast pack mm. i opened and i see nothing of like a color change it's just like it seems like one page is green one page is blue one page is green one page is blue it so. might be that yours came off the press really early. So the when you do a splint fountain, the early stages have really easily divided. Mm-hmm. You can see the division between the two layers, to the two colors of ink. Mm-hmm. And then as the press goes on, the the it, there's a little bit more of a merge. I see. Well, I looked through all three of the books and didn't see anything like anything that I could detect anyway. Let's put it that way. I'm not saying it's not there, but you know, I and it's not like I went through it with a fine tooth comb, but I like turned to one page and was like, oh, these are all green, like every single one of them. And then mm-hmm. turn to the next page, oh, these are all blue. Eh, these are all green. Like I didn't see any like kind of like changing it at all. So, I mean, it is what it is, whatever. I there's I do like radical grid, so it's still it's still pretty cool. But like you said, we're all ready to just get over it, Les. Just get over <laughs> it, yeah, just move no, on. No. Hey, hey. Makes you happy. It, it, it's done. It's less. <laughs> Les, we, we talked about this on the last, what, 30 episodes. Like, <laughs> you need... Let, they did something, it offended you, that's fine. You can just stop, Les. <laughs> God. No, really. Are, like, are you telling me to move you on? Going, you going there was bad. Okay, Les? You going there was <laughs> bad. That's oh, property. Right. And then our next episode of Toffer Mansplains Les... What, tell me about that volume 54 toffer. <laughs> the volume 54 of the black wings. Uh, I, I, I got them in hand. I looked at them and I, I really thought this is one of the best design uh, pencils that they have ever done. And I read the back of the box and saw that they designed it by what I guess is splitting up the pencil into five core parts making options for them and I guess putting those options into their marketing guys, uh, collection of fedoras <laughs> and picking them out one at a time. And that's how this pencil came. So what the story is, they, they used a the style from the surrealists, right? Yeah, they use the exquisite corpse, but you can't really do that. Like, because have you ever have you guys ever done an exquisite corpse? No. Yes. Okay, so you take a piece of paper, you fold it into thirds. The first person draws oh, yeah, the I've legs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I know what okay. you're talking about. Yeah. But how do you do that with a pencil? Like here, you're gonna draw the core. You're gonna draw the body. Like, it, eh, I think eh, they, I'm I, not really... I think the way it made it sound to me anyway was like they 
had choices or some one person wrote what they wanted to see as the lacquer. The next person wrote what they wanted to see as the the imprint, not knowing what the previous person wrote. And then mm. they just and then when they opened it all up, it was just, you know, pink barrel and t- teal imprint and silver ferrule and blue eraser and extra firm core. Like they chose okay. all the items without cho- without knowing the other choices. I guess that's the way it sounded to me anyway, on the back of the box. I guess that's an okay adaptation of the exquisite corpse. Does, uh, so do you, but I mean, our first pink black wing, are we happy? I am not a big pink fan. So, but you know what? I'm probably going to see if I can trade with someone to get one of these because it has that extra firm core. Yeah. I'm super happy about that. I love, I, I don't care what the color is as long as they have an extra firm core. I wish they'd gone. They'd swapped it so that it was teal with pink imprint. Because I love me some teal. You know the whole I like could, yeah, crazy color. Teal. You know, like with like teal. The whole teal thing. I'm like, I went through it and less. You probably the same way. We went through this the first time it came around. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so like it, it reminds me of wearing a, like San Jose Sharks or Charlotte Hornets like. <laughs> You know, starter oh, jacket man. in high school. Like, I don't need, I don't need teal. I had, in my I life. had the, or, oh, it's good. No, oh, I love me some teal. I wish I still had my San Jose Sharks <laughs> ball cap covered in paint jacket. from the studio. <laughs> I could, I would still rock that. People only bought that because it was teal. <laughs> I know. No one liked the Sharks ever. <laughs> or the Charlotte Hornets, really. No, no one cared about them. Yeah. Oh, it's teal though. I'm going to buy it's that. It's teal. Looks cool. I need to buy that. It's teal, <laughs> teal black and teal white. Teal and purple. <laughs> so yeah, it's the, the nineties are definitely back, right? I mean, like I just keep they hearing so are. it. I just, well, they right. So, so let, let's get some grunge bands going then. Oh God, please. Can we please? Actually, uh, for, uh, tools of the trade. I'm also consuming the new breeders album, which is pretty good. Oh, I haven't heard it yet. Yeah, it's really I good. Need... Yeah, me either. All right, I'm going to pull that up on Spotify when I get off of here. Nice. Okay, so we're ready to go into the main topic? Absolutely. So we wanted to do something that Andy, Johnny, and Tim have kept uh, on neglecting to do. <laughs> You're, not thought... supposed to mention... You're not supposed to mention. I'm going to mention them all, all I want to. We're not supposed to. Are we really not supposed to? All right, Andy, you're going to have to edit this out. literally what we're not supposed to. Let's break the rules. Toffer's just making it up. I'm not making it up. Andy said that. Okay, okay. In the first email, he said that. Okay, okay, okay. I'm all for breaking the rules. I'll start fucking swearing like a saint. I don't get this. All right, Andy, here's your edit point. So we wanted to do something that we've been neglecting to do. We thought we'd talk about mechanical pencils a little bit. I personally am by no means an expert, uh, but I have a little bit of experience with the ones that I consider my favorites. So this is by no means a guide to mechanical pencils, but we at least wanted to hit on the subject a little bit. Let's start uh, by talking about true mechanical pencils, and then we'll get into the topic of lead holders and other kind of mechanical pencil pencil adjacent topics so uh first off mechanical pencils let's just go around the group and say like what our favorites are uh, right. we'll start I with really, uh, you less I, okay. I was already starting so we're gonna start with me <laughs> i really like the carry uh the pintel carry it's a uh, very small mechanical pencil it's uh very well designed 
it is a 0.7 lead though. So there's not a lot of lead options for me. I also really enjoy the uh, Rotrain Rapid Pro. Uh, it's a very slim mechanical pencil, very strongly made, pretty good. Do not like the eraser on it though. Do not like that eraser. I'm looking at the eraser and it's it's disappointing me. So I'm going to cover that back up. <laughs> what 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 do you like, Mike? Uh, let's go to Les. What do you like, Les? I uh, I'm a big fan of the Twisby Precision, and I have it in seven millimeter with a matte black finish. What I like about it is that it has a really smooth but knurled grip and it's made out of brass so it has a really nice weight um and it, i have the one with the retractable pipe so mm. i can actually carry it in my bag this is what i use in my planner at work so i have it in a little um pen holder pencil holder on my planner and i just whip it out and make notes um or actually appointments for clients and then i like the rotring 600 in five millimeter and I like the Unicuratoga in 5mm as well. And I tend to use softer leads, so um, like a B or 2B in the Uni Nanodia. Those are my yeah. favorites. Nice. Um, I personally, I like the Kuratoga, the Uni Kuratoga. I have the uh, Kuratoga Roulette model. Um, mm. which is the like silver one or the one I, oh, the, the roulette I have is, is the silver one. And you know, the, the whole thing about the Kuratogo is it rotates the lead as you, yep. as you pick it up. So, um, I do like that. Although sometimes I do have some of the cheaper ones too, like the plastic bodied ones. Um, but sometimes, uh, the problem with the Kuratoga is the writing angle I use sometimes doesn't engage that. And that's not yeah, their I have fault. The same it's problem. mine. Yeah. So sometimes, depending on on the writing angle, I may not engage the twist, and then it'll flatten out. And then trying to get it back, <laughs> like, is is not so good. So at that point, I just kind of almost have to break it off and start fresh again. Because if it if I start writing with it, you know, in the rotating uh, properly again, you know, position, it'll just rotate to you know, from flat to sharp to flat to sharp a lot, as opposed to always being sharp. So I uh, just break it off and start again. Um, and then my other favorite that I like is that, the Pentel sharp, uh, series like that, uh, the P two, two X, you know, like either 205, 207, 209. Um, I have one of each actually. I have a 207, uh, and I think, uh, the 207 is my favorite. Like the seven millimeter lead is probably my favorite to write with in this one. Um, although the first one I ever got was the nine millimeter lead. And I like that because it's a little bit more uh, close to um, it's a little bit closer to like regular pencil lead, like thickness wise. So uh, but I've kind of moved on to the 07 at this point. So those are my favorites. So we're going to start with mechanical pencils and I want to start with just a few of the like super well-known big, you know, box store brands like Bic, Papermate, those type of things. Like my girlfriend 
I have tried to get her to use wood case pencils. I have tried to get her to use a nicer mechanical pencil. And she is stuck on those Bic number two, you know, seven millimeter crap pencils. I don't know why, but she loves them. The dog chews them up all the time. <laughs> like, so, you know, even the dog is dog. with me. So, but she just, she loves them. She uses them all the time and they, they have their fans. Uh, just kind of, I think, like the I, big crystal. I think crystals. their fans are middle school kids, right? <laughs> no, like even in the group, that's a middle school. In the group, there's some people that have their that the that like them. And I got to be honest, I wrote with what one the freak? other day, uh, just to test it because we were playing for this episode, and I got to say, it's not terrible. I actually really like the lead in those. If yeah, the they lead sold is good. The lead, yeah, if they sold the lead separately, I would totally buy the big mechanical pencil lead in a package for my mechanical pencils. Yeah, because it's a good HB lead that acts like HB. Like the one thing yeah. I can always say about like other than the big lead is it seems a little bit harder than graded. You know, mm. like that's what I've always thought about. Like an HB. Uh, you know, like an HB is just the normal generic Pentel lead that they give you when you buy the Pentel P205 or whatever. Mm-hmm. It feels a little bit harder than like an HB that I would like anyway. And I don't know if that's because of, you know, it's got to stay together <laughs> a little bit, you know, because it's just basically lead hanging out. But I don't know. I've always felt that lead and that's why I use like two B lead in most of my mechanical pencils is because I'm looking for like a nice dark HB style. And I get that when I use like, say the nano Dia two B lead. Less since you like this lead, have you uh, considered just buying the big uh, pencils and throwing them away? I mean, I, I wouldn't no, really consider that a waste too, of money. It's a super waste of plastic and I can't bring myself to do that when I can just buy like uni nano dia pens like leads in B or two B and it makes me happy. Does it really make you happy? <laughs> it does. It does. It Those nano dia leads are face. awesome. They are so they, they, good. They are super good. I I have a few different leads and I never remember which one I'm using in a pen, <laughs> in a pencil. And I'm always like, oh, I really like this one. And then I go back and I say I have like five different types of lead. So I need to, do you all have a system to like track that in some bullet journal or something? (laughs) (laughs) No. I feel like that's like the same problem I have with fountain pens because I like love green ink. So I just put green ink in all my fountain pens and then I forget about what one I put in what. (laughs) And I'm like, "Uh, I'm not sure if this is You don't have a swatch book? No, I do, but they're all so similar. <laughs> just, I'm just like, uh, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I do have, I actually have that coloring from uh, Anna Reinhardt, but um, I do not know what is in half of my mechanical pencils, and I do not know what is in half of my uh, my fountain pens. To be honest, I'm like, oh, it's unknown green ink. <laughs> so you're not really actually qualified to be hosting this show. I am about wood case pencils. Yes. <laughs> well, that's not what this episode is about. Mike. Well, this particular episode, but all the other episodes we've done up to this point have been about wood case pencils. So yeah. yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have, I run into the same situation, Toffer. I don't, I'm like, 
unknown lead. Because I was right. I don't know if you guys do this when you write, like, say, in, like, a journal entry or something. I always write what I wrote it with, like, in the header. I'll be like, oh, yeah, today's date written with Blackwing 602 or whatever. And if I use a mechanical pencil, I'm like, written with, you know, Unikuratoga roulette unknown lead (laughs) (laughs) i do something similar yeah (laughs) wait this is a thing both of you do you don't write what you're oh yeah because you always just write with the swiss wood so no no even when (laughs) i write with other things i don't really find that important enough to uh include in uh, my journals Eh, it's just a little you know like subheader to the header date header that i put in so i mean it is what it is well, you don't have to worry about future biographers, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very considerate. <laughs> well, you know, like, oh, you know, he really preferred the extra firm black wing. You know, maybe my biographer will just yes. know that. <laughs> totally important information in there right. about what you enjoy. Um, but another another one of the big, uh, well-known big store brands is that Papermate, you know, that like, kind of yellow, mustard yellow one with like the... The one that's supposed to look kind of like a pencil, and then but it has the twit. You like twist it at the bottom, and it brings the lead out that way instead of clicking. Wait. What is that called? Papermate, like Easy Rider or something like that. Oh, I am going to have to look this up because I have no idea what you're talking about. But I think I know what you're talking about. Easy Rider, you said. I th- I think it's that. Uh, it's it's something. Anyway, it. It looks, I think, or maybe it's called like Paper Mate Mates or something. No, that's the one that looks like a pencil, like a colored pencil. It's really like, anyway, regardless, it, you basically like twist the bottom of it and it pulls the lead out that way. And they're super cheap and, um, Oh, yes, I know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. My wife loves those. Yeah, I had a, a guy that I used to sell beer to that owned this liquor store, and that's all he used. Hmm. And that, that's, a th- weird, that's a weird, I only use this. Yeah, I mean, like, it was just, that was all over his, his place. Like, Clearly, he had these I little charts and whatever where he kept all his stuff, and that's that's just what was there. He always had those. Sharp Rider, I think it's called. Pace. I am looking at the sharp writers and I am oh I know exactly these. Yep. These are these made up my uh middle school. Uh I I thought they came with teeth mark in them, but apparently they do not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a a papermate sharp write is what someone would hand you when you would ask to borrow a pencil in, in middle school and the eraser would be gone. Uh, because they, <laughs> not because the eraser can be taken out, but because they chewed the tip of it and the eraser <laughs> naturally came out, but they didn't choke on it and die. So natural selection no longer works. Oh, I am remembering these and it is not bringing back good things. So what other cheap mechanical pencils are there? I mean, I've, I feel like the Bic is like the most ubiquitous. It really is. You I can't really think of any us. other super cheap. Oh, you know what's actually really cheap? Those those zebra self-propelling little sort of half-size pencils. Oh, yeah, yeah, Do yeah. Do you know yeah. those? Mm-hmm, that like you mm-hmm. like as you write with them they self-propel. They're plastic, right? Yeah, they're all plastic and they look like yeah. they're made to look like a regular pencil but with printing on them. Uh-huh. And they're sort of already at Steinbeck stage. 
I think Andy at woodclinch.com uh, had he a... He loves those. Yeah, he had a post about those and about how he hated the, the Papermate versions of those, but loved the Zebra versions of those. Mm. Um, we should have him on one day. Yeah, he, he would be a good guest to be on the show, I think. We should totally interview him. Yeah. Yeah, one of these yeah. days we'll have him on. Maybe next episode. I'm not sure. Uh, on an episode... On, on an episode I'm not on for. That would be great. <laughs> yeah, I know you guys don't really quite get along. I've seen your Twitter battles. There's well, drama there. Do we need to talk about that drama? <sighs> anyway. I'm sure, so- he's, I'm sure he's a nice guy. I'm sure <laughs> in person he's a nice person as a person. But I really think he overbrands himself. <laughs> That, you know, I, yeah. What about step ups from uh, the uh, store brand and the big names? So things that you can get at like, maybe not a big box store, but maybe a Staples or an Office Depot or that type yeah. of thing. Not, not a Walmart, but maybe a, so. I was I, actually thinking. No. no all I you. was thinking about the Ticonderoga Sensomatic. Have you guys seen these? Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. They're made, they're, they're made to look like the silver Ticonderogas. Um, and they're refillable, but they look, they look just like a Ticonderoga. Um, and then they self propel like the little mini zebras. So as the lead gets shorter, it just comes out more. Yeah. As you, as you write with it, it sort of wiggles out a little bit extra. Why would, why does the Kuratoga not do that? I mean, it already rotates. Like, let's move it out too. That'd be like perfect. Oh my God. Yeah. Kuratoga, uni, you have you. This is your next plan. <laughs> we have the technology. What they need to do. <laughs> <laughs> you can do it. Um, I think the, like the that Pentel Sharp that I really like is one of those step yeah. up brands. I mean, you can get them at Office Depot or Staples or whatever, and you can get most of the sizes. I think usually it's it's the point five and the point seven. Although I've seen the point nine, I really like the point nine's look because it's mustard yellow and i'm kind of like love all the old crappy 70s stuff you know like colors and stuff like that <laughs> so i love mustard yellow and and so i've seen i i love that look and i bought that's why i bought it in the first place and i was like yeah this lead's too thick <laughs> but i wish they had the um, mustard yellow and like the 0.7 i'd be perfect it'd be perfect they um, now well, have the 205 and the 207 in a whole variety of colors at target including oh, metallic colors nice Nice. Oh, if they if they get that mustard yellow, I do have a two hundred five. Generally, the the rule of thumb for it was the yellow one was the two hundred nine, the yep. blue one was the two hundred seven, and the black one was the two hundred five. Yep. Now it's now it's it's all over the map. So I have a get dark any green two hundred five that I just love, and I mm-hmm. wish it was a two hundred seven because I like the two the seven millimeter just a little bit more. But I use the 205 a lot more just because I love dark green. And so I'm just like, eh, I'm picking it for, you know, the way it looks as opposed to <laughs> the size. So during my extensive research of uh, this topic, which just happened, uh, there's actually side advancing mechanical pencils. Indeed. Oh, where you click on the side? Yeah, which uh, doesn't make any sense to me. I, I can understand the idea that you don't want to i don't know reposition your hand for a fraction of a second but 
have y'all used any of these? I've seen those and they're, they have some of those like in the store brand too, right? Like some of the cheaper ones do. Yeah. 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 I'm seeing staples and it just seems like a really almost good idea because it seems like if you were writing with it, you would hit that sometimes. And if it wasn't that close to you, you would still have to reposition your hands. Yeah, I would kind of like I have a problem with kung fu death gripping my pencils when I and my pens when I write. So like it probably would not be good for me. Yeah. So I would we're just constantly be advancing the lead and 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 having a problem. Um so we're all in agreement that they're uh they're terrible. <laughs> great idea on paper. In practice, yeah, not, not for so me. much. Not um, for me. The other step up that I like is that Zebra M301. So like those Zebra G301 metal gel pens, those like kind of, yes. they're almost at Steinbeck stage and they're, uh, I use them because of the perfect server pencil. And as uh, my second job after being, after my first job, uh, I do serving on side. And so they're like the perfect server pencil or pen. And so I love the pencil version of that too. Uh, those, those were all basically before, because I'm old before there was a stationary internet. I, <laughs> I was a big fan of the zebra 301 series. Uh-huh. Who wasn't? I love it. It was the stainless steel and the black plastic made yes. to look like molded rubber that we all yes. liked mm-hmm. in the nineties. Oh yeah. Because whereas it, it looked like molded rubber, but it was made out of plastic. So I didn't or- hate it because I hate rubber grips. I, I, I don't see the point of them. Do y'all do y'all enjoy rubberized grips in any way? They they seem sweaty to me. Um, sometimes I like them, but not always. Like I get I, I use um on my Kitaboshi um lead holder and some some of my pencils I use a jelly rubber pencil grip. Because it feels good. Mm-hmm. But yeah. it's also glittery. I feel like some people's like individual body chemistry kind of breaks those down sometimes and they get to feel slick and weird. If maybe, yeah, sweaty I didn't think stuff. about that. I'm probably just toxic. <laughs> <laughs> that, that would explain a lot, even my personal life. <laughs> so as far as middle of the road, mechanical pencils, some that are like a step up from the steps up of the store brand ones. I would consider maybe like the Uni Kuratoga, one of those. I mean, you can buy those at Staples and you can buy the cheap ones, but then they have higher end ones too. Like the, like the roulette series that I have. I also have some of the cheaper ones from Staples as well. Um, somebody wrote in here, the Rotring 300s, the platinum pro use and the Pentel carries. So less, uh, those are some that you have a little bit of experience with. Why don't you take us through those? Yeah. Um, I, one of the reasons that I like the Platinum Pro use is that it's got a narrow body, but the grip is expanded, so it's a little wider, so it it's really comfortable to grip and hold on to. And they're just kind of a fun look. Okay, so let's talk about, let, let's actually uh, use that point to talk about mechanical pencils in general. Some of them are thicker. Um, and definitely thicker than wood case pencil. And then some of them are, you know, kind of pencil size. So like the Pentel sharp series is definitely pencil sized. Those cheap Bix are pencil sized. Those paper mate cheap ones are pencil sized, but like, so the Kuratogas are always a little bit thicker. Right. And I wish I really want a Kuratoga to be super thin, like the Pentel, 
and rotate still, but I don't think they have, they can quite put that technology in quite. Yeah. Yet. Yeah. I think, I think that would be hard for that, uh, rotating. They have a name for it. Oh yeah. Uh, the Kurotoga engine. They, they engine, wouldn't be able yeah. to fit. Yeah. They wouldn't be able to fit the engine into that. So that roulette model, um, yeah. is thin at the top like a pencil and then, yep. Um, it thickens out at the bottom. Um, I like that up. though. <clears throat> I, I, I like having a little more oomph to hold on to. <laughs> yeah. That's why I like the, uh, Baron fig squire because of that taper. Yeah. Right. This doesn't quite taper as much. Like, I mean, it just, it does taper in the middle, but then it like the whole out. barrel at the bottom is, yeah, it yeah. flares more than taper. And the whole barrel at the bottom is is thicker and knurled. Um, and let's see here. Um, do we want to talk about some higher end ones? So Rotring has a whole yeah. series of higher end ones. Lamy has a mm-hmm. series. Oto, uh, Twisby, Precision. Um, yeah. What do we think how, about how the higher end? How do you feel about Oto just as a uh, as an entity? Uh, you know, I have a lot of issues with Odo because I feel like they kind of, and sorry, sorry, Andy, you're going to have to ding this. Uh, they kind of have everything like they All of their stuff looks really beautiful on the outside, but then the interior has little issues like my, like take my, take the pen, pencil I'm, I'm writing with today, the sharp pencil. It's, it's a lovely lead holder. It feels great in the hand. It's, you know, made out of wood. It looks like a fat pencil, but because they kind of didn't, didn't take it, they didn't do it right. When you, if you don't modify it, like I have it, it jiggles and it, it makes noise as you write with it. And it's really off putting to use. Um, and I think Odo does that really often with their pens. I also had, um, the Odo needle sharp, pen which was you know looked great it was it was made out of metal felt great in the hand but then the knock was like grating and like it was like this metal on metal sound and then sometimes it would like click out it was just a not a great pen and i think odo like i've had so many experiences with odo pens and pencils and and mechanical pencils that i wouldn't pay over 15 dollars for an odo pen or pencil at this point yeah. How did um, you modify it out of curiosity? You just to, well, so, for that. so my, my issue with the sharp pencil was that the eraser knock mechanism may clicked against the sort of the ferrule of the pencil. So I literally wrapped a two or three millimeter piece of um satin tape around it <laughs> and and that keeps it from making a metal on metal noise and make keeps the the knock just a little more snug in the pencil so it doesn't make that noise it doesn't rattle around anymore because it can't it doesn't have room to one thing oh, okay. i would like to just say about less <clears throat> in general is uh the stationary community owes you quite a bit for your hacking abilities Everything <laughs> that I have learned, like great hacks of like keeping things nice or like, you know, fixing something that like ships broken has come from your website. So <laughs> I do want to say uh, kudos to that. Yes, plus I, I wish we didn't need you, but uh, we do. <laughs> no, no, not because you're a bad person, but because <laughs> that's part 
part of it, but most because Kodo shouldn't be making things <laughs> like at all. I, I don't trust them. I I don't like them. They should be called Oh No. I just <laughs> Jesus. I have no faith in them as a company. Well, if they if I think that if they just took their designs one step further, they would fix all of these issues. Do you know what I mean? Like if they if they just said, "Oh, okay, we're making this sharp pencil 2.0," and if they just modified the design a tiny little bit, the 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 troubling, you know, metal on metal noise wouldn't have been there. And I think that's that's the case with a lot of their their items, like the grating metal on metal on the uh-huh. on the the needle point. It wouldn't have been there. They just I, needed I, to take their design to the next level. Right. I, I fully agree, but if all their designs need to be taken to a next level, <laughs> maybe they're just not able to get to that level less. And if yeah, they're not maybe. able to get to that level, they, they shouldn't get so close to it. Right. So I have a question for you guys. Are any of you willing to pay $55 for a Lamy 2000 mechanical pencil? Nope. <laughs> I just no, was looking I it up not. on jet pens and I'm like, Oh, that's a lot. <laughs> I do not. I, 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 I like Lamy as a company. Uh, but that, the, I don't see why people like that design of the pen or the mechanical pencil. I just, something in me, I do not like it. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I, I like some of them. I'm not, I don't know. I like Lamy not enough to buy, spend 55 bucks on a mechanical pencil. Well, that's the 2000. They have the Safari that's like 20 bucks, but I kind of I have any... the Safari in front of me. The Safari mechanical pencil? Yep. And what do you think? Has, I I actually really like the grip on it. It mm-hmm. has uh, a similar grip to their uh, Safari fountain pen, mm-hmm. but it's it's actually three indentations instead of just the two. Mm-hmm. So you 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 get the the good grip, but you also have a little uh little place for your uh your middle finger. So I have the Safari Rollerball, um, and it's the same way. Yeah, because it doesn't because the Rollerball doesn't force you to keep it in one way in one grip like the fountain pen does. So the fountain pen forces you to keep it in that one way, and so that's why there's not that third grip area or whatever on the back. Um, but I, I feel like the, I would like the way that grips, but I still rotate no matter what, even if I'm, if I'm with a mechanical pencil, which you do have to rotate unless it's a Kuratoga that rotates itself, you know, right. because you're, you just flatten out, um, or with a regular woodcase pencil, you have to rotate too. So I, I mean, I struggle with fountain pens to not rotate when I write because it's just so ingrained in me from not using fountain pens so much. I have the same issue. Yeah. Yep. Anyway, let's get back to those high-end um, or higher-end mechanical pencils. Um, you brought up the Twisby Precision, and I've already talked about how much I like that pencil. Um, but I, I it, you know, it's I, we say high-end, and it's still only twenty-five-ish dollars at Jet Pens. Right. Um, so, but it's just really well made. You know, it just feels really good in the hand. It's like my Rotring 600. I don't have the 800 because I didn't, at the time, I didn't care about the um, retractable pipe on it. And that's the difference between the 600 and the 800. Um, 
Okay, the question. I yeah. have the Rotane Rapid Pro, and it has the retractable tip. Like, is that a eight hundred then? I don't know. I, it doesn't have eight hundred on it. It says Rapid Pro. I think I Mandela effect that that. Like, I don't think this is actually a thing. Maybe. Because because I showed them to people and they're like, oh, is that the 300, the 800? No, it's an actual thing. It's the Ro- Rotring Rapid Pro. Yeah, it's available on jet pens. Yeah, it's, it's only $30 and it's yep. great. It's it's different. It's just, it's neither. Okay, good. I, I <laughs> like it's that its own, one. It's its own thing. Well, I think everyone should buy this one because it's... It's really good. I think that's the interesting thing with with um, higher end mechanical pencils compared to like fountain pens is that the highest end mechanical pencil is you know what in the fifty dollar range versus yeah, roughly much yeah. much more expensive. I think I paid like twenty five or thirty dollars for my Rotring six hundred on Mass Drop back when I was still using them. Oh, did you stop using Mass Drop for any reason? I did, but I don't want to go on to it on the podcast. Okay, cool. Offline. We could, we, we could talk about that. We could put a pin in that and talk about it offline. So the most okay. uh, expensive mechanical pencil on jet pens for sale right now is the Koiko AL Sport mechanical pencil in 7 millimeter or 0.7 millimeter. 67.25. Yeah. That's, so you can get something really nice. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's high, I think, for that. But that's also the Koiko... Sports in the aluminum finishes mm-hmm. tend to be outrageously, stupidly right. expensive. Right. Yeah, for pins that aren't that great. Well, what do y'all a... think about the new Twisby, uh, the the new mechanical pencils that are coming out, the uh, new everyday pencil? Uh, I haven't actually Pugoda. looked at it. Yet. Oh, oh, they're they're only three three dollars and fifty cents. They come in three colors, and they are beautiful. What is it called? Uh, Twisby Junior Pagoda mechanical oh, yeah. pencil. Mm-hmm. I haven't actually looked at them yet, so yeah, they those... come in blue, white, and marmalade. <laughs> 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 they, yeah, I I have seen these and they look pretty cool. Um, yeah, they they the design looks. I don't know. It looks like uh, it doesn't look fancy, but it definitely looks like it's something you would find in your grandfather's pencils cup. And they don't make them anymore. They were made like 30 years ago. Yeah. And they go only oh, cost a dollar. See how crap, good Crap, I want one of these. <laughs> I want each of them. Yeah. Yeah, I want, in, I want one of each. They come in 0. 0.5 and 0. 0.7. So you, there's only six different ones in total. I think you can buy a 12-pack. <laughs> they, yeah, they come in a 12-pack. But they don't come in a mixed 12-pack. Uh, which I think is ridiculous. I want four of each color. So that's a that's a that's a something that would have been win for them, but they lost it right there. Is what you're saying? No, I'm still going to buy them. I'll, I'll just <laughs> buy three twelve packs. Nice. Well, three fifty a piece. They're not super bad. I mean, like you know, refillable and obviously, you know, that's the thing about these mechanical pencils. Even the cheapest bics are refillable. Right. Yeah, Even though way, they're yeah. like somewhat throwaway, they are refillable. Yeah, and I, I kind of feel like that's odd. Like, I, I thought like Vic would have come up with a way to make that not happen at this point. 
I always thought that Bic, you know, they have the most stolen items on the planet. Pens and lighters. <laughs> this is true. Oh, speaking of stealing stuff, uh, what stationary item have you stolen most in your life out of curiosity? Post-it notes. Post-it notes? Mike? Um, probably pens from server jobs back in the day. Oh, no, I'm talking about like actual shoplifting. Oh, oh shoplifting. Never. I don't shoplift, Toffer. Oh. <laughs> cool. The <laughs> statute of limitations aren't up yet. I'm not admitting anything. I, I'm just saying, uh, space pens were really expensive for, you know, a high school kid. <laughs> and I had like 20 of them. Nice. Yeah, you take them out of the packaging, you put the packaging in the office depot, like, safe aisle in the safe <laughs> to make it even more funny. That's what you do. If you were to do that, which would be bad. All right, you want to talk about lead holders now? Absolutely. Well, okay, before we go on from mechanical pencils, I'm sorry, we need to do, we do need to talk about, um, like, our favorite leads, I think. Yeah. So Les, what do you think? What's your favorite? I I like nanodiode LEDs in B, two B, three B, and four B. I have you know at least one pencil with each of those at all times. Um, I am also a nanodia fan. Uh, I have two B and HB uh, in point oh five and point oh seven or. 0.7 and 0.5 millimeter. Um, I do like the Pentel. How do you say it? Ain? I mean, it's spelled A-I-N. Ain. 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 So the, those Pentel, uh, whatever, Ain, Ains are pretty good LEDs as well, and they definitely have their fans. But I guess because I like the wood case nanodia so much that I just I was like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to buy the, the you know lead version of that too because mm-hmm. that's what it started out as, right? And then they made a woodcase version. I don't know. That's what I. That's y'all, what I thought I heard. But anyway, um, y'all use a special Curatoga lead for your Curatogas? Nope, I don't uh, like it. You don't e- like it? Even the Curatogas no. come with the Nano lead. Well, they they also sell Curatoga lead, which works really well in them. Really. Yeah, super. They're like harder on the outside than they are on the inside, or something like that. Some uh, it's the opposite. It's oh, the opposite. opposite of whatever normal lead is. Turns out. <laughs> Thanks for uh, explaining that to me. You're welcome, Mike. Anytime, anytime. <clears throat> and let's talk about erasers on mechanical pencils. Um, I hate the fact that that might be one reason why I would even pick a Bic because they actually have a real eraser on the end of it. Yeah, I I I don't like erasers attached to instruments at all. To See, be honest, I, I'm totally uh, USA all the way on that. I like erasers on the end of my pencils. I well, always use a separate eraser. See, Les, that is correct. <laughs> Michael, <laughs> Mike can't pull off not having an eraser on his instrument. You look at Mike and you're like, that guy is going to make mistakes. <laughs> I do have favorite erasers that like solo erasers, but, um, and that I yeah, do, I like do the, use, the but what's that? The seed super goal. 
I I gold. do like the seed. I just don't like the gold one. I like the the radar, like the colors, oh. and I like the green one. Yeah, the I green like one is great. I love actually my favorite right now is the Faber Castell art eraser, that dark green eraser. That one is awesome because I can keep it in my pencil uh, pouch, and you know even though it picks up a ton of graphite that's hanging out in there, it doesn't look all dingy like white erasers do. So um, I do like that. But anyway, um, I think that's one reason why I can't get Laylee to switch from using these crappy Bix <laughs> because she needs the eraser on the other side and she can't be bothered to carry an eraser with her or have the tiny, you know, pintail eraser in hers. So I think. Oh, that's... those. Yeah. See, that's why I'm actually against mechanical pencils with erasers because of the refillability of them. Well, they're so tiny. Like they're, I mean, they're like, not good at yeah. all. They're they're bad quality. But also, you 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 replace it, and you'll notice the eraser is actually three times longer than the amount you can actually use. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and that seems that seems super wasteful to a guy who would buy big pens, big pencils, and just throw them away and use lead. Seems super wasteful to me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we talked about like kind of the adjacent stuff from uh, mechanical pencils. <laughs> Let's move on to lead holders. Uh, for me personally, my favorite lead holder, the one that I use the most, is the uh, Statler Mars Technico, that blue one. Uh, it's in, I have a two millimeter version of that, and I really like it. It's thin. It's got a nice knurled grip. Has a sharpener in the in the end. Um, so that's one one that I really like. Um, I have Is yet it to called u- a sharpener. Yeah, there's a sharpener in the end, or yeah, lead but pointer. I thought it was point. Okay, that's the term I was looking for. I was yep. trying to figure out what they were called. It it does sharpen the lead, doesn't it? <laughs> I I don't know. Do you cut things with a blade? <laughs> then no, it points it. Well then. There- there is a blade in it, right? There is a blade in it. I think, okay. you know, it could be just like a little kind of gritty, like pointed, you know, cylinder or something. In yeah, there. I'm, tr- I'm, I'm going through my pages and pages of jet pin orders to try and find <laughs> one that I had and loved. There is a there is lead pointers, though, that do have blades. The lead pointer in the, um, like that uh, Coom... Uh, yeah, the on it, the two thirty three and the two fifty. Yeah, the, those well, all have they have their own little mini blades. Well, and then there's yeah. that uh, just that regular coom, not the masterpiece, but the other one, just the standard uh, the long, long point, point. The auto, yeah. auto long point. Yeah, that has the yeah. double. That they have the two hole. versions of that. They have a yeah. version that has a lead pointer too yeah. on both sides. It has two. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it has a two millimeter and then a three and a half millimeter mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. lead pointer in it. Yeah. Yeah, I asked somebody about that one day and felt very stupid when they told me what that was. Well, the other thing is you could just like, you know, use the first stage of that and get the core extended and then probably sharpen it with the pointer and then have that kind of more of a drafting cut of a sharpened pencil than, than you would if you just used the second stage of the sharpener. Yeah, I have bought a lot of things from jet pens. <laughs> so the state you Mars ever Technico, go through your order history and I try like, not to. Yeah, yeah, I, that like I, I'm looking through this right now and thinking like I could have bought things. 
that I still use. <laughs> <clears throat> so one of the most popular lead pen- lead holders is the Karen Dash Fix Pencil. Uh, yes. That thing is probably one of the most like well-known and, and iconic lead holders. Um, I've actually never used one. So neither uh, have I personally, I that's have, not on I my, do not think how they advance because really? they, they don't really advance, but, uh, the, the, it's a three prong system that holds it in at least on mine. I think it was. And it just, it looks, it looks weird when you let it out some, and that's enough for me not to like, it. <laughs> <laughs> but Okay, I found the one I was thinking of. The Quaco graphic lead holder. Have y'all ever seen those? Quaco? Quaco, yeah. Kaveco, I'm sorry. <laughs> the graphic lead holder? No. I personally haven't it, used one. I don't use a lot of the, clutch or lead holders. Kaveco SketchUp. Yeah, I've used I've used the E and M version, so it's like a wood body that's dyed and then has a silver tip, similar to the Kuiko. Yeah, those e, how how is that? I've always seen E and M products, but I, for some reason, I own none of them. They're really sturdy, really well made, um, and very comfortable in hand. Okay. I, I mean, I, was, I use it for sketching. Yeah, I was going to say, so, is sketching the use for, like, such a thick lead? Yeah, because yeah. you, you're looking at using it in a variety of different ways that you wouldn't necessarily use a regular pencil that's just for writing. So you want the thicker lead to kind of lay down, like, shading and broad areas of darkness instead of just, you know, a fine point. Um, have y'all seen the e Move, their mechanical pencil? I haven't, I, you know, it's interesting. Like I have a whole bunch of mechanical pencils and since I've acquired them, I haven't bought new ones, which is kind of like the space I am in right now with all of my purchasing. Like I have the stuff I like to use and I haven't, you know, acquired a ton of new stuff lately. So I'm kind okay, of well, out of if, touch. If you want to spend $26 and 95 cents, I would suggest you look at the e move one point, one point. 18 mechanical pencil and walnut. Yeah, it, that looks pretty sweet. It's it's thick oh, and fat, yeah. but yeah. I'm I'm just going to be I was going to say my problem with that is that it has uses a 1.18 millimeter lead and I there aren't enough 1.18 millimeter leads out there that I like that I'd want to have a pencil that does just that. I have enough vintage pencils that use that size lead that I don't like. I'm not going to be able to get a B or two B or three B lead in one point one eight millimeter. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, that seems like an odd like, especially if it's not going to be super thick enough to be kind of doing sketching with or you know for like drafting stuff like the two millimeter. I don't know. That just seems like an odd one point one eight millimeter. Seems very odd to me. Okay, so you're saying I should not put in my PayPal password. Because <laughs> I, I trust you guys. <laughs> I'm against anything where I have to uh, use just their version of the refill. Mm. So, yeah. you know, if like they're the only one that makes the lead or the, you know, there's only like one version of the lead for it. Like, like if you click on the jet pins, you know, 
uh, refill thing for that specific thing. There's only E&M lead or Coico lead for it. And yeah. it's like, eh, that's not enough. Anyway. There are other leads available. Like if you look under pencils and then, um, actually it's weird refills and ink. So, um, their search for pencil refills is not great. Um, but like they do have like 1.18 and other brands, it's just you know like it's retro fifty ones and it's HB and it's really mm-hmm. hard HB. Yeah. So you have to really like HB. Yeah. Um, but uh, one of my yeah. favorite lead holders is the Kitaboshi wooden lead holder with a clip. Oh yeah, uh, it's nice. yeah it it's made out of cedar so it feels it has the weight of a regular pencil and it's the same diameter as a Ooh. like black wing. Um, so it, it feels like a regular pencil and then you can use the Kitaboshi lead and I love the Kitaboshi refills. Um, they're nice and smooth and have a really nice feel on paper. So that's my, that's my favorite lead holder. I mean, the, the mechanism isn't as nice as other lead holders. It's really simplistic, but the whole thing just feels really, I just, I don't oh, know. I'm I just like the, that. I like it a lot. It just feels oh. good. That is really simple and good looking. Yeah, minimalistic. Do you Very. have the Kitabashi uh, lead pointer as well? Yeah, it's crap. Is it crap? It's crap. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it produces a really blunt um, point that I don't like. I, I like a slightly longer point on my leads. Um, so I use the Coom on it. 233 or the Coom on it 250 to point my leads because nice. it gives a nice long point. All right, are we all just looking at the JetPins website buying stuff, or is it just me? <laughs> well, I really you, to I know. am there. Okay, I'm, well, I'm looking at you, it, but I'm not buying you, anything. Wait, wait, hold on. Since you're there, I need you to do a little search for the Pintel Multi 8 lead holder. I saw that. I've um, I've seen a couple of reviews of it that people like, but also the other thing is that the it's ridiculous. Mechanic- it's ridiculous, but also like the colored mechanical pencil leads are so faint and really pale. So you don't like, I don't know. I don't like them at all. So I, I just, it, it seems almost like a good idea on paper, <laughs> but like you don't get to pick what colors like you can, but the colors are actually labeled on the barrel of the pen, the pencil. Yep. Oh, that is so disappointing. I'm not a I'm not a big fan of colored pencil leads because, like you said, especially like something like red or, you know, things that you would generally use a colored pencil for, like not for coloring, is you know, red and blue are two of the most popular ones. I mean, that's why they make you know one side blue, one side red colored pencils, yep. right? So the reds are always really terrible, like just not even good at all. Um, always really light in mechanical pencils yeah. uh, that I see. So I'm just, yeah, I'm just totally mad on them. I don't, I don't even, I, it doesn't even enter into my like thought process. I just don't even want one. I'll just use a wood case colored pencil for those yeah. purposes. I'm with you on that. I, I agree. I fully agree. I just, I thought it was ridiculous. <laughs> I still think it's ridiculous. I think almost all multi-pins of any kind are ridiculous. I bought uh, the Lamy, the Lamy one, Lamy, 
where you have to tilt it. I didn't know you had to tilt it to get the color. Terrible. This, this whole show <laughs> is just me now going through my jet tins order. <laughs> and in real time telling you what I regret. <laughs> I wish I had that credit card transaction back. <laughs> oh, oh my, this is just, this is pathetic. Why did I buy so many Parker Jarters when I didn't <laughs> like the first one I bought? <laughs> All right. Um, so are we finished up talking? We, we got any other things we want to talk about with, when it comes to lead holders? No, I think we just about, we got, we got to the extent of our knowledge. <laughs> That's true. That's true. Which is, you know, coming from Woodcase land is very, very small and, and insignificant. But uh, is there anything else in just mechanical pencils or lead holders in general that we want to talk about? We talked about I'm leads. Good. We talked about erasers. You're good? I'm, is that what you said? I'm good. What, I'm what good. about you, Toffer? Can you peel yourself away from your jet pens history to, uh, long enough to, to say yay or nay? Why did I buy a memo pad? That is a <laughs> hold on, hold on. It's a graph memo pad, right? But the dotted lines are perforated. It's called a free cut memo pad. Why did I buy that? So each line yeah. in the graph yes. is perforated? Yes. Yes. How is that even possible? Uh that just I sounds like it's gonna fall apart. Yeah. I bought it. It's called the free cut. You can look it up on JetPen. I wonder if <laughs> All right. Well, uh, now that the Toffer's Jet Pins History podcast is over, uh, let's. Yeah, I still have three more pages. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> uh... So, Les, where can we find you? You can find me at comfortableshoesstudio.com, Facebook at Comfortable Shoes Studio, Instagram, and Twitter at Original LC Harper. What about you, Toffer? You can find me on. Uh... Twitter, if you're desperate. You can also find me on Instagram where my account is private. You can ask to follow me. I'll probably let you. Uh, there's a Snapchat. I'm not sure what that is. You can find me at my uh, stationary website, uh, grabalittletel.com. You can, I'm on Facebook at slash Toffer. Uh, I'm at my house usually from noon until four o'clock in the morning. If you want to hang out <laughs> <laughs> and you can find me, Mike Hagan at uh, leadfast.org. Um, I'm also on Instagram at leadfast, and I am on Twitter, uh, which very rarely cause Twitter annoys me uh, at I'm leadfast.org. Uh, all spelled out leadfast.org. So, uh, cause somebody has leadfast on Twitter and doesn't use it, but whatever. Um, so you can find the erasable, uh, podcast at, uh, erasable.us. You can find this episode at erasable.us slash 93. Uh, the Facebook group, uh, is the erasable podcast, Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash erasable. And our Facebook page is facebook.com slash erasable podcast. That's where you can follow us for like announcements and whatever. We are on Twitter at erasable podcast and Instagram at erasable podcast. Please rate us and review us on iTunes. Uh, recommend us on overcast or your podcast player of choice. Thanks for listening. And we will all see you next time. 
The intro music for the Erasable Podcast is graciously provided by This Mountain, a collaborative folk rock band from Johnson City, Tennessee. You can check out their music at www.thismountainband.com.